Hey, it's Zach from The Thang. Appreciate you listening to the podcast. If you get a chance, rate this thing, subscribe to it, all that different stuff. We would love it if you did that. Now, enjoy. enjoy. WXLKHD. Rono. Man, it's another back to school day today. Is that? Is that it? Oh, okay. I'm I getting my bail. I can do a little back to school action. Heck yeah. 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 You're doing school. School. You get to school. Bueller. School. Hey, you in my class? Bueller. I am today. Bueller. Never been this close to a get back in there. Find your hey, desk. You guys see that new chicken registration? Oh, Put your new I shoes want to go on. To a good college so I can have a fruitful life. Annie, you're not going to school like this now. If I was bleeding out my eyes, you guys would make me go to school. This is so unfair. Some very 1980s saxophone yeah, going on here. What is? My goodness, it's like a bunch of people like posing on the street. It's like Huey Lewis in the news. What was that? <laughs> my God. That was, you know, glorious back in the day. The days of the 80s saxophone montage, yes. the saxophone breakdown. That's got to come back again. I loved it. It was always in those bunch of smiles and high mm-hmm. fives and hugs. It was an amazing time. Yep. Back to school today in Roanoke City. Yep. And I know all the kiddos are just scratching their eye boogers. I was terrified that my kids were not going to sleep last night. Not a bit. Because they went back today. Yeah. And they've just been gradually sleeping later and later as the summer goes on. I mean, Antoine, you got to understand, my daughter is, she's the most morningest person in the house. Okay. There is no doubt. That's good. So for most of her life, you know, she's up 6 o'clock, 6.30, fairly regularly, even on the weekend. All right. That chick slept till 10 the other day. (laughs) 10! Maybe, I, maybe if I wake up, it'll never come. Maybe know. the day will never arrive. I mean, seriously, she slept till 10. I, I went in a room, check out her, make sure she was still breathing. Right. I mean, it was that kind of thing. What's going on in here? I, I, I was always, even through senior year of high school, I was always excited about the first day of school. Okay, you were? I was always excited. Why? I always had a new outfit. I always had some fresh shoes. Uh-huh. And then I there's a lot of my friends that I didn't get to see over the summer. Okay. So, like, I'm waiting at my locker trying to see who's going to walk by. Like, I was always excited. For I was school. never a fan. I, never? Uh, nope, nope. I was never a fan of school. I didn't like getting up in the morning. Didn't really care about any of my friends. It was good. I'm like, <laughs> I saw you anyway. Whatever. I hated the the stress of the new outfit, the clothes. Like, oh. is is the clothing that I had on, is it appropriate? Do Am I in style? What's going on? Will everybody else have Bugle Boy jeans? Well, am I the only one with Bugle Boy jeans? You know, that kind of thing. I, I only slept. On the night before school, I the first day of school, I only slept on half of the bed because my outfit was laid out beside me <laughs> just to make sure, just to make sure it stayed fresh and everything. It, it, I slept with my outfit. Oh, my God. That's so, it's so stupid, that first day of school outfit, because we make such a big deal out uh-huh. of it. And then... By day two, <laughs> nobody pays attention anymore. I mean, it's seriously one day. No it, one cares. It's just the first day. Then you're back to basketball shorts and T-shirts. Mm-hmm. If you wore, on the first day of school, just the whatever it was, and on the second day you wore a potato sack, no one would say anything. Not but if you wore, if you dare have a wrinkle in your shirt on the first day of school, you're branded for life. Branded yeah. for life. That, the, that outfit decides where you sit at at lunch. Like, if you show up and you don't have a fresh outfit on that first day of school, you can't sit with the cool kids. How it was that serious? You can't, you can't sit with us. That is, is that how the seating hierarchy worked in your school or with your circle of friends? It was outfit based. Is that either, how it was? It was either outfit or joke based. Okay. 
See, we were joke-based okay. also. Uh, the the table I sat at, ruthless. Yes. You want to talk about cutting your comedy teeth in, in the devil's lair? Uh-huh. That's how it used to work at my table in, in high school. You would sit at the table, and everyone had their chairs. And there was it was sort of a hierarchy. You know, the, the king sat at the front, and you, you trickled your, your way down to that kid that was nine seats down yep. going, Hey, guys, what are you guys talking about? What's, <laughs> what's going on over there? Hey. Uh, but when you were there... And, you know, you're supposed to be funny. You had to entertain. You yeah. had to tell jokes. If you told a joke and everyone decided it was bad, Ooh. you were sent to the end of the table. Oh, no. Not for us. You had to go in the hallway. Oh, we, were, we were allowed to go in the hallway. So you were allowed if you had a bag lunch instead of like a tray uh-huh. lunch. You were allowed to go eat in the hallway. Oh, no. You had to leave the table. You had to leave the it table. Was the, it was showtime at the Apollo. That's yeah. what it was. Yeah, they send you up. See, we would send you down to the end of the table, and then you had to work your way back up to your oh, old chair. Oh, see, we didn't even have that. You can come back the next day. Uh-uh. No. Oh, wow. <laughs> you were down at the end. You know, you had to start. You were that guy. Hey, guys, I got a funny joke. I swear to God. Wait, this one's real. Ooh, ooh, me, call on me, King. Call on me. Yeah, you only talked when you That's had something funny. funny to say. I can tell you that. Um Hopefully they're nicer now. I don't I know. I think. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? The, it builds character. It does. Man. It lets you know people can turn on you fast. And and I will say, as as I talk to people in, in regular life now as an adult, there are plenty of people when I talk to them, Antoine, and they try to be funny. I wish there was a hallway I could send them to because it's just, I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. God, nope. out that. there. What's going to get you fired up? The K92 Morning Thanks Diamond, Diamond of the Day. Yeah, they did a study, and they studied a lot of different high school and college basketball games specifically for okay. this study. At halftime, you know, when the coach comes in, uh huh. what works best? Is it, hey, guys, great job. You're doing your best. You know, keep keep up the yeah. good work. Is it, you suck? Or is <laughs> it, happens. let's all hold hands. Let's say a prayer to the Lord. You know, that, that sort of emotional thing. And far and away... The more angrier the coach was, the better the team performed in the second half. That doesn't surprise me. No. It I mean, not. you're someone who played sports. Yes, I play sports and I coach now. But it's not even like so much about sports. I always hear it's better to be feared than love. Like people would turn on somebody they love. You won't turn on somebody you're afraid of. Yeah, I know. And and sometimes it's stuff like this that makes me think, on occasion, I feel like I'm too nice to people. I need <laughs> I need to be meaner. I need to throw chairs throw, and things like that. Throw the study away, Zach. I no. Think, I think you are. <laughs> I'm keeping this study. So, yeah, they, they did it, and they said even if a team was winning at halftime, uh-huh. if a coach said, hey, you're doing great, keep up the good work, that didn't work as much as I don't care if you're up by 10 points, you better play better than this when you get out there in the second half. Yeah. That worked better. The the The, the best coaches are the ones that don't let up. Like, they expect you to be better. Your best is never good enough. Antoine, I've been too uh, too nice to you since you've joined oh, the show. Oh I boy. think that's what it is. <laughs> the fire and brimstone are coming out. So we're about to have today. a halftime speech. Yes, we are. Really, all of this is just an excuse to play, I think, what is my favorite movie motivational speech of all time. Forget about him. Alan! Remember the Titans. You're it. Get Come it, on. Alan. Let's go. All right. Yes. Yeah. Tell him, coach. I don't want them to gain another yard. No. You blitz all night. Let's if they go. cross the line of scrimmage, I'm going to take every last one of you out. Kill your you mama. make sure <laughs> they remember forever the night they played the Titans. Oh, man. Right? I'm about to run through a wall. I know. And even had he just said, hey, let's all do it for that teammate who's in the in the hospital right now. That, no. Uh-uh. 
they had to threaten him. I'm going to take you all out. Mm-hmm. And they they might have meant take him out the game. No, nah, he, he didn't mean nope. that. I'm going to take you out. I'm going to take you out. I'm going to drag you in the middle of the field. I'm going to pull your pants. I'm going to spank you in front of the entire school. <laughs> I don't care. It doesn't matter. So fear. Oh, man. This is dangerous material here, Antoine. This is dangerous information. Ugh. Ready here on the K92 Morning Thing. Good morning, all. Help. Don't screw this one up. We're in it together. Get in here. Now, we're going to have the flip side in just a second because yes. Antoine has the exact opposite of this as we get ready for back to school. Never in my life have I heard a more ridiculous suggestion than the one I heard from Monica Brooks yesterday. Just never, ridiculous. Never. I may be exaggerating just a little bit, but it never in recent memory has okay. there been anything more ridiculous. We don't look in the rearview mirror, Antoine. I can't no. remember anything past like 48 hours anyway. So just that exit that you passed. That's Are, the only thing you can remember. Mm-hmm. I've right. killed a lot of brain cells. <laughs> and so we just, I go with whatever is the most memorable in my mind. And how dare she make this suggestion? I'm sorry. It's just, it was just absurd to me where we're sitting here and we're talking about, we do Mount Rushmore yesterday. Yes. And you can go to the podcast. You can hear the whole thing. Um, also, yesterday we had that update on Dirty Little Secrets on the mm. on the dupe blind date. Yeah, what happened on that? There was cuss words and then a twist at the end. Yeah. You can get that on our podcast. So iTunes, your Amazon smart speaker, open up your K nine two radio app, all of those. And things. an angry Zach. Oh yeah, don't feel about that part of it. I was angry in both of those segments actually, because I didn't like I didn't like the outcome <laughs> of either of them. So yesterday we're trying to discover or figure out what we want as the. Mount Rushmore, so you're basically the top four. Yes, the top four of desserts. Right, because you think about that uh, that thing in whichever Dakota it is that's yeah. got the presidents carved on the rocks. The faces and the, the people that did stuff. can't decide if that's something I actually want to go to. I want to go see that. I don't. That was, it's such a, if it was like neighbor town to somewhere else I wanted to go, I'd swing by. Right. But I wouldn't make a trip like to see it, Mount Rushmore. If it was in Nashville. Yes. I'd I would go see it, you know? Or Vegas. If it was in Reno. I would go see it. Even Reno. Yeah. Okay, do that. What about Branson, Missouri? If they put I it would there? not make it there. <laughs> but you could go see Ronnie Millsap while you were there. Come on. Um, so Mount Rushmore of desserts. Yes. That's what we were doing. So these are the, the four biggest desserts of all time. Quintessential desserts. That rock is the four presidents. You know, I mean, the presidents, yeah. the guys. Ain't no William Henry Harrison on there. These are the real deals. And Monica comes up with this suggestion, sweet potato pie. Sweet potato pie. What? I think sweet. I don't care for sweet potato pie, but, but I, I do it believe be it should be on the Mount For Rushmore. the top four sweet, desserts yeah, of all time. Pie. No, it's not top four. It's it's <laughs> most influential. <laughs> Wait, it's not the best pie? four. What you I, got? I can't this believe- mountain. <laughs> it's a terrible mountain. Look, listen fine. here, woman. You just put a vegetable on <laughs> the dessert Mount Rushmore. Yes, How did. dare you? That's what sunk in for me. And I, and I will say this. The more I thought about it, sweet potato pie, the reason I initially was like, it should be on there. I was thinking about the South. Uh-huh. But we ended up coming around on apple pie because that if we're going to have a pie, you have apple pie on right. there. Sweet potato pie. I don't even like sweet potato pie. I don't either. It's, it's pumpkin pie's dirtier cousin. That's really all yeah. it is. But either one of them, ain't, ain't no vegetables going on the dessert Mount Rushmore. I'm sorry. You Maybe you can argue sweet potato pie for the four vegetable Mount Rushmore thing. Okay. Which is a very sad Mount Rushmore nobody wants to go to. So what we ended up deciding on, in case you're curious, and mm-hmm. you can weigh in with your opinions on all of this at 52353 on the text, chocolate chip cookies, yes. apple pie, yes. Um, chocolate cake. Chocolate cake, yeah, which was in a battle with some other cakes. And then fourth was cookies and cream ice cream. I, and I thought a little bit more I thought a little bit more about that. And I was like, maybe it should be vanilla ice cream. 
Uh, we threw the cookie in there to just, we wanted to give it yeah. a little color, a little flavor, a little, put, little, put, little put a little stank on it. <laughs> you know, put a little chocolate in there. So uh, brownies were on the outside yeah, looking, looking in, in. And, and very angry about that. So if you have opinions, and again, sweet potato pot, just, uh, come on, man. Why don't we just put carob on there, oh, that fake chocolate on. while we're at it, the one that dogs eat. Let's do that. It's time to get you fired up with emotion, <laughs> with soul, with yeah. heart. Yeah. Because, give me the floor. That's what Antoine says. Yes. And so, Zach, I would like for you to give me the floor. In fact, I'm taking the floor. Okay. Right now. All right. I'll see you. I'm leaving. All, All right. right. I'm good. I'm out. It's the Antoine Show. Forget about it. Monica's doing back to school today, which means, like any good mom, she is four mimosas deep at 630 this morning. Yeah. There's no doubt about it. Kids that. didn't even go to school today. But anyway. <laughs> she didn't even have kids. I don't know if anyone knew that about Monica. Here's the stunner. She actually has no children. They're, it's all a lie, man. That would be hilarious. <laughs> all right. So... I don't know who needs to hear this, but I'm sure there's somebody out there that needs to hear this, that that's going through something that's reevaluating life, reevaluating things. And I feel when, like a lot of us are always reevaluating life. Yeah. I feel like I do it about once a week. I think, oh, God, what am I doing? What's going on here? Yeah, What's and, the point of all this? And you're trying to figure out, you know, your purpose, if mm-hmm. you're headed in the right direction. And, and isn't you know, it so, so weird how it, it can almost be a day-to-day thing? Almost an hour to hour yes. thing. Sometimes I can be in my car and I'm like, I am the king of the world. I am owning this thing. Everything I'm doing is right. I love it. And by the time I get home, I think, I got to make some changes in my life. Oh, mm-hmm. it. We're, we're weird people, man. Yeah. And so Jimmy Valvano, Jimmy V, mm-hmm. um, he lost a battle of cancer 20, so, 20 odd years ago. But before he passed away, he had a speech. He gave a speech at the ESPY Awards. That's the awards for ESPN. Yeah, he's been a very inspirational figure, even though, I mean, it's been almost three decades yes. now. So a lot of of our younger audience has really no concept of who he is, but it really doesn't matter. Right. Um, you know, much like inspirational individuals in, in history, people like Martin Luther King and, and stuff like that, it's timeless. Like the, the stuff that they say carries on, and I think it's always important to sort of pass things like that along as well. So exactly. you know, I'm with Jim, you on that. And Jimmy V said something that's always stuck by me, and I believe that there's somebody out there that this will stick by, this will hang, they'll hang on to this as well. So Jimmy V said, and these are his words, to me, there are three things we should all do every day. We should do this every day of our lives. Number one is laugh. You should laugh every day. Number two is think. You should spend some time deep in thought. And number three is you should have your emotions move to tears. Could be happiness or joy. But think about it. If you laugh, you think, and you cry, that's a full day. That's a heck of a day. You do that seven days a week. You're going to have something special. That's an exhausting day. My goodness. I got to do that every day. It's a long day, but it's a special one. It's a special one. Yep. Especially if you're moved to emotions, you know, out of happiness and stuff. Mm -hmm. Because chances are you're probably laughing at the same time. And I feel like this is one of those days as a lot of kids get back on the bus or you're dropping them off at school and you're laughing a little bit. Uh And then you start thinking about, oh, they're getting older. They're getting older. And then you start crying. Um, there you go. Your full days before there, I'm you done. have coffee. All right, can I leave now? <laughs> I'm done. Let's go. We're done for the day. There's no more. Hot potato, hot potato. Hot potato, hot potato. Hot potato, hot potato. Potato, potato. Potato, potato, potato. JoJo, see with tickets. This time this morning and every morning this week. Yes. So this time. So be ready for that. 
right before the bus for a lot of people, so you're good to go. So it's going to be me versus Antoine. We're going to pull categories out of the hat. We're going to go back and forth. We're going to try to win this prize for you. And we lost our, our person on line two, so set okay. me up with somebody else while I get Kelsey here. Hi, Kelsey. Hey. <laughs> oh, this is very exciting. Um, Kelsey, who would you like to team up with this morning? Um, oh, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, you have to pick, though. It's Antoine or Zach. Which one? It does uh, let's matter. go Zach. Okay. All right. All right. Kelsey and Zach, what do we got? Deanna on three. Deanna on three. Okay. Deanna. Good morning, Deanna. Good morning. Okay. It's going to be you and Antoine, all right? All right. All right. Fantastic. Hold on. Did you hear that whole exchange, by the way, Antoine? I, getting did, ready? I did not hear. Kelsey said, I said, which one? She said, it doesn't matter. I said, yes, it does. <laughs> it absolutely matters. Kelsey said, just give me somebody. Give me the one that's better. I don't know who's better. 20 seconds. <laughs> we go back and forth in the category. And whoever's left holding a potato at the end of the round is the loser of the round. It is that simple. Sometimes the pressure gets to you. We'll see what happens yeah. here. Since I was reluctantly chosen first, she eventually <laughs> just begrudgingly went with me. I will pick the first category out of the hat, and I will start, and then we will go back and forth. All right. 20 seconds in that category. Got it now. So Find much out. pressure. I put some in the hat. Antoine has put some in the hat as well. Okay. This is one that I put All in, right. so here we go. Antoine, it's going to be 20 seconds back and forth. It's comedy movies, but no sequels. So if we do one of the, the thing, the franchise, you're okay. done with all of them. Here we go. Now, I'll start with The Hangover. Revenge of the Nerds. Something about Mary. Coming to America. Oh, that's good. Uh, Kingpin. Um, Dumb and Dumber. Anchorman. Um, there, uh... Crap! I'm freezing. Um, uh, funny people. Step Brothers. Ah, yes. Uh, I don't know what happened. I love comedy movies. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. And you tried to snake me at the end. I knew it. You were gonna throw something out there at the very end. Uh, but I had Step Brothers ready. I cannot believe that happened. Yeah, that that caught you. And you're a movie guy. I'm a movie guy. And I love comedies. Yep. Shame on you. I could not think of this is chair. All right. That's a point for me. Wow. Here we I go. can't believe that happened. You get the hat. Round two. Best of three. Hot oh, potato. That's so frustrating. <sighs> oh, this thing that's coming up, don't go anywhere because in the trending, there there is a new, it's not a study, it's the energy people saying, this is what you're supposed to set your air conditioner on when you're there, when you're sleeping, and when you leave the house. None of them I agree with. Absolutely okay. zero. It is a ridiculous statement. I, I We'll get into it in the trending. Okay, round two. What do you got? All right, I got to shake off last okay. round. All right, here we go. 20 seconds to name stuff about fall. Okay, stuff about fall. And I'll go first. Autumn, here we go. Take it away. Pumpkin spice latte. Football. Halloween. Chili. Columbus Day. Uh, Foliage. Thanksgiving. Fire pits. My birthday. Halloween. Already said it. Oh. uh, Ah! (laughs) Yes! Hit the buzzer! Hit the buzzer! Oh, man. Shoot. Yes. You said Halloween? Yes. Darn it. All right. Point for you. I I wasn't listening. I was thinking, and that was a problem. Now now you got me thinking. Did I really say Halloween? Did you say Halloween? I thought I did. I don't think you said. Are you sure you said Halloween? I'm not completely sure I said Halloween now. Let me. You know what? I'm going to ask Kelsey because I feel like she's she's not even there. Okay. Never mind. I don't know what's going on. Um, Did you say Halloween? Now I'm questioning myself if I said Halloween. Text 52353. Did Antoine say Halloween? You might be disqualified right now. No. Crap. I don't know. Crap. That's why we All need right. somebody else we'll in here to judge. Move on to the next one. Let's just go in here. Let's do it right now. Okay. 
All right, here we go. The final category, we're all tied up. These are things you do in high school. Here we go. Oh, uh, you uh, gym class. Algebra. Uh, you get bullied. Uh, you go to lunch. You bully people. You leave for lunch. Uh, you cruise around in your car. You high-five people in the hallway. Homework. You take tests. Uh, you make out. You skip school. Uh, oh! <laughs> All right, I'm gonna give it to you. I guess I, I'm, I, I don't know. I, though. I don't feel good about the Let's Halloween see. thing. He did say Halloween. Okay, everyone said, but the per- of course the other person says no one said Thanksgiving. But he said no. All right, he said Halloween, so we're good to go. Okay, Antoine, you are Thank the winner. Thank you, guys. What are the rules of etiquette of sharing your passwords on, say, Netflix or anything like that? Yeah, um, because a lot of people do the mooch. Who are you allowed to mooch to? What are the rules? Now, they do, this is the unofficial list. You're allowed to share within your immediate household. Well, duh. Right, oh, that makes sense. I know. This one says, well, not everybody in the house needs their own subscription. You better. Oh, come on now. No, there's one subscription for the roof. Exactly. Uh, this also says, so if you're, if you're doing your little back to school as a college kid, using your parents' password while at college is considered allowed. That's acceptable. However, when you get a job... You're done. That's what it says. Oh, Not allowed. Using on. your parents' password after you get a job. Is there anything you still mooch from your parents, Antoine? Triple A. Okay. Triple A. So the uh, the roadside it, assistance. Yeah, people. and it's become a thing to where, like, I forget that I have Triple A. And same thing with my brother. We forget, but then it, it, it renews in March. So every March, we get a mm-hmm. phone call or a text from our mom to be like, hey, just so you know, I paid the Triple A again. Okay. like... I don't even remember I had AAA. Well, but it's that's one of those ones you never know you have it till you need it. Yes, I guess, exactly. Is, is what they would say. So that that's the only one that you still mooch. Yeah, she mooches my Netflix. Okay. Yeah, I set it up at at the house at her house for her. Okay, because she's in the not allowed section <gasps> here for parents. Because here it is, not allowed. Where'd it go? There's one specifically that rats out older parents trying to mooch off of you i, I just i not allowed using your child's password because you can't figure out how to get your own account and that's kind of what happened it was mm-hmm. like baby can you come in here and set up the netflix right. have you heard of the netflix the netflix yeah, yeah this even says it refers to the youtube See? and the netflix <laughs> in this article yeah that one is my mother would love to mooch my netflix Anytime they put the in front of it, I'm like, let me just help you. I tried to get my Amazon Prime off me once, too. For free shipping. I'm like, get out of here. No. You wouldn't let her do it. No. I don't want her to see what I'm ordering. Oh, that's true. Because it's her Christmas present. That's exactly uh, why. Yes, that's exactly what it is. No no other reasons. Don't ask. Um, But no, I'm not doing it. She still mooches internet off of her neighbors. I'm like, get your own internet. You're a grown woman. I just haven't had the time to call. Give me a break. Hey, she She's living her best life over there. You know, there. I'm going to tell her because she always says she just doesn't have the time to call. The next time she calls me and just starts talking my ear off for no good reason, I say, see, this is a t- you had available time right here. Transfer the call. <laughs> transfer the call. Forward your number. Hang on. I'm going to transfer you. I should do that. I'm going to forward my number to Cox. Yeah. So every time she calls, it's just going to go directly there so she can get her internet. The Energy Star people are claiming this is how to be efficient when it comes to air conditioning. I don't think anyone is going to agree with this at all. No, man, you can't be setting it at 78 and then 82 at night. Kevin and Glade Hill have the temperature 69 in the bedroom. They are crazy. Here's, uh, yeah, Chris from Christiansburg. My parents set theirs to 78, and we die when we visit. 
Somebody else, Lauren and Forrest. My grandma keeps her house at 82 in the summer and then complains we don't visit her. Same thing. Uh, my dad keeps his at 78. It's hell. It's, yeah. That's too hot, man. It's literal. Literally hell. No, it's... Uh. Dora's dad works outside, keeps the AC at 80. I don't understand. I thought you would want it to be cool nope, when you come in. Consistent. His body's used to it. Ay, ay, ay. I just and, and somebody points out to me, why the pet's got to be at 85 degrees while you're gone? Yeah. The pets are like trying to climb on top of each other to get to the... The temperature. But thing. the cat is going to swim in a fishbowl. And how's a fish going to survive in that? 85 degrees. They're boiling. They're going to have hot tea by the end of the day. That is absolutely ridiculous. Suggested 78 and then 82 while you sleep, which means you are never going to sleep. Here's a father in law keeps it on 85. Why 85. is it even on? What What is this? No, you could, you could just let the natural heat come in. At that point. And actually, you know what? This this person does point out that I think it makes total sense is, yes, I do set mine at 78 and 82 in the winter. <laughs> Fair point. Yeah, there it is. Sensitive listener friends, cover your ears. The truth, according to Zach. It's time for a few more entries in Zach's Anger Diary. Dear Diary, I don't know what we all did as parents, but we have screwed it up. When we were kids, we were pretty much prisoners in our own home. And the wardens, mom and dad, controlled everything. We ate when we were told to eat. We were forced to go outside in the prison yard for hours on end. We had to watch whatever terrible, boring show Mm -hmm. they wanted to watch on TV. I mean, Falcon Crest. Come on! And when it was lights out, the warden turned off the light in your cell, and you just went to bed and prayed that you didn't get shanked in the middle of the night. Fast forward to today. Now, I'm not sure when the prison riot actually happened, but it did, and the prisoners rose up and took control of the penitentiary. We're not the wardens anymore, and actually, I think we might be the prisoners now. Think about it. We work in the prison kitchen, doling out snacks all day. We shuttle them around in the prison van to 247 different activities and play dates. We watch all their crappy shows. And at Lights Out, we're the ones begging to go to bed while they're busy running around and driving us crazy. We control nothing. Here's a great example. The other day, my son was home and watching one of his awful shows. Heck, they're not even shows anymore. He just watches weird people. People with British accents playing goofy video games. And for the record, I'm not sure how these people managed to turn this into a career that makes way more money than me. But I am totally jealous and I'm totally doing it wrong. I'm not sure what the secret to success is, but I do know it involves screaming really loud all the time because that's what they all seem to do. Anyway, back to my example. He's watching this show and then leaves the house with my wife to go run some errand or whatever. Meanwhile, I'm sitting in the living room and I just want to have some peace and quiet. So I turn the TV off. Ah, sweet silence. An hour goes by and he returns to the house. And the first thing out of his mouth is, Hey, what happened to my show? Who turned it off? So just so I'm clear. You control the television always? So even when you're not home, I'm supposed to just sit here and let the weird British guy yell at me? Or even better, just stare at your show that you've put on pause like some sort of dog watching a bug crawl on the wall? That's what I'm supposed to do? Yeah, we are definitely not the wardens anymore. Not even close. And by the way, Diary, here's the other issue with having kids in the house. 
the snacks. And I'm not even talking about the endless parade of snacks that they eat all day long. I'm just talking about the fact that I can't control myself with all these snacks in the house. I mean, I can't deprive these kids of the joy of being able to plow through an endless supply of Cheez-Its, Doritos, Goldfish, or whatever else, because it's really the only time in their lives that they can do this without paying for it on the old waistline. But me, I'm weak. Hey, it's not like you're any stronger, so stop laughing. You try getting a kid a handful of delicious, crunchy Cheez-Its without at least putting one of them in your mouth. Ain't no way you can do it. And one becomes two, and two becomes three, and three becomes... Oh, screw it. I've already ruined my diet for the day anyway. Give me the box. I don't have that kind of willpower. It's one thing to just live in a house that doesn't have any junk food in it, but that ain't where I live. Well, just eat a carrot stick. You eat a carrot stick, you hamster. I want Pringles. Till next time, diary. I say goodbye. I don't want them. That what you said about the TV is very interesting to me. How so? Because I remember, like very specifically, in the summertime when I was staying at my grandmother's house. Uh huh. From twelve to four o'clock, we were watching the stories. The stories. The stories is the S word of childhood life. The stories. Mm -hmm. And there was no option. So I either watched what she watched or I went outside and played. Or you stared at the wall. Or you went out in the prison yard. That was it. The only time you had the television yourself, this is why kids woke up so early on a Saturday morning, was when the parents were still sleeping. Yeah. That was it. Saturday morning. No other time. Yeah. My grandmother's like, I'm not one of your little friends. I ain't watching what you want to watch. You're in my house. I know. I'm done now. Switch it up, Zach. Just switch it up. Watch what you want to watch. I, I tell you, the only saving grace is they're finally getting to an age where I can try to find things to watch that uh-huh. they like that I actually don't mind also. Okay. Even watching Stranger Things, yeah. which is pushing it for a seven-year-old. I am totally aware of that. But you know what? We've already definitely proven here that I am not a model parent. Don't really <laughs> care. And and he loves it. He's totally dialed into it. That, to me, has been super exciting. There you go. It's to a watch family that show. show um, There's a little bit of language. But that, <laughs> I, again, I, they hear way worse from dad, so it is totally fine. Um, and and that, that I'm excited to watch. And I'm already afraid that when it's over, I don't know what we're going to watch next. I already need something else. You're already planning. Yeah, 7 and 10. So if you have suggestions, I'll take those at 52353. If you want Anger Diaries, they're on demand all the time at angerdiary.com as well as our podcast. Sometimes brutal. Always out of love. The K92 Morning Things. Let's be honest. So let's get her in here right now. This is our friend, Not Christy. Hello, Not Christy. She would like to remain anonymous, so that is not her real name. Hi. 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 So we're here. We're we're hopefully able to provide advice, and it's, it's your husband and his mom. Yeah. So my husband and I have been married for almost a year, and... Things haven't changed with his relationship with his mom. Okay. Um, they're just, they're super close, like way too close, honestly. Um, I, it's, I don't, people almost don't believe me when I tell them. So, like, we, we dated for a couple years. Okay. And we broke up once because he has this, like, he calls it a unique relationship. Okay, so he is identifying this as slightly unusual in comparison to say the normal person yes by calling it unique right 
Yeah, I okay. mean, yeah, yeah. All of this is very foreign to me because I, I don't have this mama's boy, let's right. talk every day, that whole thing. Antoine, I feel like you might just a, no, a little bit. I, I'm a mama's boy, but I'm not, I don't have that weird relationship because we're the same person, so we butt heads a lot. Okay. But nobody else can say anything about my mom. Well, let's see if you and this guy have All anything right. in common. So what, what makes it <laughs> unique? Um. Well... I mean, the first thing I notice, and this goes back to when we're dating, but it still goes on, is uh, when we go over to her house for dinner, she greets him with a big hug and a kiss on the mouth. Okay. All right. Yeah, I mean, Which that's... I, like, find a little... I know. My um, mo- my mother's a mouth putting... kisser. I, I don't like it. I'm, I'm not it's, a big mouth kisser it's person. It's weird to me. I don't like it. My mother's not, but when I see it, 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 it catches me off guard every time I see but it. But there are plenty of people that are... Is she European? Yeah. Is she of Italian descent <laughs> or anything like that? No, I mean no. Uh, okay. So he just has a mouth kisser. Sisters. Yeah, and they seem relatively normal, but I mean, he's the only son okay. in their family, and so he was a little baby boy, and it was a bunch of girls, and yeah. they were all kissing. But on now he's a grown man, little junior. Yeah, but he's always the little baby yeah. boy to them. <laughs> so as long as it's what is remember that Saturday Night Live skit yeah. where they're going to town on each other? Uh-huh. It's not that, uh, right? Yeah. No, okay. I no. no. Okay. But there's other stuff too. So continue. Um, Unfortunately, we don't live too far from her. Yeah. It's like a 15-minute drive. So okay. um, if, if he's, like, feeling bad, meaning it could be anything. It could be under the weather or, like, the, the way I found out he'd had a disagreement with his boss is that she came over the next morning to make breakfast. Oh. I didn't even know that there was an issue. Like, so she'll show up to cook breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And, I mean, I, we're, we're married. Like, he's my husband. Uh-huh. I'm capable of making breakfast and lunch and dinner but do you come over to like baby him whenever anything goes wrong and like i said the only way i found out he had a disagreement with his boss is because she showed up to make breakfast the next day yeah see that would be the problem is you're supposed to be the woman in his life yeah and i mean he can still have a relationship with his mom but you're supposed to be the go-to Especially for yeah. things like that. Now, I do think there's a lot of wives listening and say, look, I would love it if my husband, every time he's sick, if he wants to be a little baby, would go over to his mother's house and leave me alone and she can make him soon. Uh-huh. But <laughs> things like this, like not even sharing the stuff about his day, he's not sharing those things with you. No. And, and I have to tell you, when we got back together, he promised that he was going to separate from her a little bit. And it was like part of the... We talked about this before we got married, that, like, that's really important that, like, we're grownups. He's 26. Like, mm-hmm. if we're married, I need to feel like I'm his wife. Yeah. Like, okay. Really so let's see so. if there's if there's any way we can help, because I know people go through this one all the time. Uh-huh. I have what I'm going to give to you in a second. Advice that is guaranteed to work, but is very bad advice. So I'm going to give her terrible advice, Are you? but it'll work. You're oh. giving terrible advice? Yes, but I'm telling her it's terrible advice so she knows. Can I ask a quick question? Yes, real what, quick. Not Christy, what's your relationship with his mom? Are you guys close? Oh, I mean, well, not as close as he is with his mom. Obviously, of course. Okay. I feel like she she definitely makes an effort to be welcoming to me. All right, well, that's good. That it's an effort. But, be, but like, she's trying so. to be the wife and the mother. Yeah. And and she she's not supposed to be both things. So I have great but terrible, so All it's right. not great. Terrible advice for you in a second. The K92 Morning Things. Let's be honest. Let's welcome back Not Christy. Hi, Not Christy. Hello. Dealing with, uh, I guess, we're are, are we calling it an extreme mama's boy? Is that what we have here? Yeah, mama drama. 
I mean, he's saying yeah, he the relationship is unique. Is there any? Are there any others that we need to know about? Any other things that uh, I need to? Yeah, know? I don't know. Have about? we have we basically covered? Because he's, I mean, he's kind of going to his mom to share. Ooh, I had a bad day at work, and then she's showing up in the morning with muffins, and this chick has no idea what's yeah. going on. And uh, when he's sick, he's going over there. They're mouth kissing, They're mouth kissing, all sorts of stuff. So is that it? Is there anything else you'd like to pile on with? That's- that's pretty much it. I mean, she does still pick out clothes for him, but I think like a lot of moms do that. So that, that I feel like I can live with that she buys him clothes. Okay. Like, is your husband 11? Okay. Is he 11 years old? I just want to check. He is 26 years old. Right. So we have a perfectly legally valid marriage. All right. Good. Good. All right. I feel like I had to ask <laughs> had it this check. way. Now, this, uh, this guy texted in, and I guess this is worth asking at least, and I don't know if you would be aware of it. He thinks there's a reason that he's not your husband's not sharing stuff with you. And and this person says, if you're anything like my wife, anytime I try to tell her anything about my frustrations, she either doesn't listen or show concern or says things like you're a grown up, figure it out. Mm. And that's why he's going to other people to share. Does that resonate with you at all? (laughs) Is this your husband? Is this your husband? I don't know. (laughs) Um, I I would love to be a supportive listener if he would tell me things. Gotcha. Have you, you set know? any boundaries with mom? Have you said, yo, I'm the wife. I'm sorry, but it, this is the way it's got to be. I mean, I guess I feel like it's not my place to say that to his mom. Mm. It so might be your I place, to, though. That's just, like, that seems like not cool. You know, like it's his job, his mom, his job. Yeah, yes. my Maybe wife kind of. Like me, that I haven't done that. I get that in theory. My wife did sort of have to take on the the bad cop sort of role right. when we got married wow. because I'm an only child. My mother is divorced. She never remarried. So, like it or not, I'm basically the man in her life. And there were a, when I was dating, there was a lot of control issues and things like that. But once marriage happened, I mean, then that's that's a bigger step. And my wife did have to sort of step in and be like, no, we're doing this or whatever. So I was my wife. I make her do the, the you hard make, stuff. make her be bad. Cop well, I make her, go do, you know, they have the tough conversations and things because it will come off better coming from her. My mother, like yours, Antoine, we butt heads sometimes. Uh-huh. So it's better. So, OK, do you want my advice? Yes. Okay. Yes. I've been dying for your advice. All right. Oh, I, it's go. not great advice, but it'll work. I don't know what you're about to say, but I'm nervous. I, I'm i nervous, too, but I need to know. Have a baby. That's my advice. Have a baby. <laughs> you could, She said, oh, God, <laughs> under her breath. I heard her say, oh, God, under her breath just now. Well, I mean, y'all are married. Are you planning on having a family at some point anyway? I mean, well, yeah, but I'm, I mean, I'm 26. I thought I'd be maybe wait till the very end of my 20s. Really, what I'm saying is I'm not, you don't have to necessarily run out and do it right this second, but grandchildren make nursery decorated. Let's just the grandchildren make the best ransom that you can possibly do. I mean, you can hold it over a grandparent's head. You can say, look, this is how it's going to be. I think I so Again. she can't see the grandkids unless she, like, lays off my husband? What are you talking about? Trade them. Uh-huh. Trade them. You get your husband, she gets the grandkids. Oh. Or things like that. There you go. No. Trade them like Pokemon cards. It, it's just once you have – once grandkids are in the mix, it allows you a level of control of – 
setting ground rules on certain things and be like, yo, look, we are having Christmas at my house or no, we are not doing that because we have stuff with the kids. And look, if you want to watch the grandkids, this is the procedure of how it's going to be. I didn't say this was good advice because it, it, it's not. Yo, you did. That's <laughs> true. You did. Like you did forewarn me that it would be terrible advice. But, but it <laughs> works. Advice. It works. I'm telling you, there's there's that extra level of control when you can hang the kids over somebody's head. And, and I if, don't know. I mean, how is that going to prevent her from showing? up she doesn't just bring muffins she also will like make omelets and stuff like I, she actually makes breakfast when she comes over how will that stop that now i will point out that our friend brian from really good donuts texted in and he said that you should be taking notes because this mom is excellent with all this breakfast bounty and all these things i mean if, I, i've always wanted an omelet bar so if the, she's gonna make the omelet bar happen the other option not christy is fine be helpful whatever go ahead sit down with your husband and let him know how you feel about the situation and see where he stands on it. See see if there is something, some kind of connection to where there is a line that can be drawn. So for those moments, to let him know that you're there for those conversations. Yeah, and, and we do have a texter that went through what you went through at 52353 and says a very similar thing to what Antoine just said, where they just moved right next door to his mom. Oh. And he would stop by her house. He would stop by before even coming home. Like he would go over to mom's house instead, which I think sounds very similar to you. And this person says, I just had to talk to him, tell him that that was that he can love his mother very much, but he has to put effort into our love as well. So you got to put mama on the back burner a little bit. And it's not that you love her any less, but you got to put the us first in the relationship and uh and i do agree but then she does add in when he is sick i do send him straight next door because i don't want to deal with it at all <laughs> <laughs> so at least there's the one so send him over there for chicken soup and blankies and um yeah it's it's time oh, to have man. have that conversation the k92 morning things hot list ed sheeran the biggest star in all of music especially in terms of money making without a doubt uh, did you know that he failed out of music school? He did what? Yeah, he failed the songwriting course. Actually, he didn't fail. He he dropped out of music school, but yeah. he also failed songwriting. He failed that course, uh-huh. that class. So I, I think it's a it's a good example to show of how I don't care how talented you are. At some point in your life, someone tells you you stink. Stranger Things is a great example as, a, as an incredibly popular television show that was shot down, I believe, five or six times by various networks. Yeah. Saying, nope, not interested, not a good show, thanks, bye. And they finally were able to talk Netflix mm-hmm. into linking up with him. Yep. His music teacher said he wasn't the greatest singer and he wasn't the greatest guitarist. So he wow. managed to kind of put the whole thing together, and he ended up dropping out because he got offered to go on tour and open up for some uh, Just Jack do you think his teacher has attended one of his concerts since then, since now he's big and famous? Probably. I mean, this teacher is quoted in this story saying, and he's credited one of the people who discovered Ed, saying he wasn't the greatest singer and he wasn't the greatest guitarist in the beginning, but he was an incredible performer and could write a song and he never gave up. Okay, so, well, that's good. But yeah, he failed out and, and uh, now, moved on to a massive career. Rich. So Exactly. What do you think? Here's, I got people you may or may not know were homeless at one point. In their lives, Halle Berry. Ooh. Actually, I didn't know that one. Yeah. I, I saw an interview where she said that. Yeah. So when she first moved to New York at the age of 21, she wanted to be an ad- actress. She ran out of money. Her mother cut her off, and she stayed in a homeless shelter. 
I mean, that's straight up homeless yeah, right there. that's legit homeless. Dr. Phil, at 12 years old, was homeless and living in a car in Kansas City with his father, who was interning as a psychologist at the time. Okay. He lived in a car. Jennifer Lopez. She left home when she had an argument with her mom over becoming a professional dancer. Mother said no. So she started sleeping on the sofa of the dance studio and said, even though I don't have a house, I told my mother, this is what I have to do to pursue my career. That's awesome. So she did that. Uh, Steve Harvey lived in his car for three years. Yes, he did. Yeah. Tyler Perry did, too. I don't know if you had him when he was left. Was it the same yeah. car? It wasn't the same car. They were in the parking lot, though. Okay. Same parking lot? Yeah, same parking lot. It was the same parking no, lot. No, I'm kidding. Okay. <laughs> I was believing you. Yeah, Steve would wash up in hotel bathrooms, gas stations, and swimming pool showers three years. And uh, Drew Carey, host of The Price is Right, was homeless in Las Vegas. He would sell his plasma and then try to find spare change to buy boxed mac and cheese for his food. Hmm. So those are all very wow. interesting. Tiffany Haddish, she was homeless. Mm-hmm. She was sleeping in a car. And Kevin Hart saw her That's and right. gave her money. Right, to stay because in the hotel. Kevin Hart won't stop telling that story. All yeah, the time. sure. Yeah. They won't let that story go in. He keeps trying to give her the money back, and Tiffany don't want it. And the two of them, I don't know why he keeps bringing that up. It drives Monica crazy. <laughs> this is fact or bullcrap. Fact or bullcrap is true, false with a screw. And you, let's meet our contestants. Let's say good morning to Katie. Hello, Katie. All right, Katie, if you could have one food that you would be allowed to have an unlimited supply of and it would not be calories or fat, it would count as health food, what is that food? Macaroni and cheese. Oh, that's a good one. That's a good, I I like that idea right there. Let's get our friend Jessica in here. Hello, Jessica. Hello. All right, Jessica, same question. You get one food, you get to have it unlimited, calories don't count, whatever you want. What you picking? Um, spaghetti. Okay. Okay. There you go. Spaghetti with spaghetti. like a red sauce, that kind of thing? Yes. Okay, cool. It's a lot of pasta. Yes. But hey, carbs, man. <laughs> That's what carbs it is. carbs always get you. Like, so you're like, all right, I'm, I'm going to overload carbs right now. Are safe now. Katie versus Jessica. Katie, would you like to go first or second in the game today, Katie? Uh, I'll go second. Okay, second for you. Jessica, you will go first. Here's the deal. Factor bullcrap is three rounds. I'll give you a statement, and you tell me if it is factor bullcrap. Get it right, get a point. Get it wrong, lose a point. You're also allowed one screw. You force your opponent to answer your question instead. Here we go. Round one. Jessica, your question in round one. Fact or bullcrap, Jessica. As a kid, actress Sarah Michelle Gellar was banned from all McDonald's. Fact, bullcrap, or screw, Jessica. I'm going to go with fact. Fact is correct. Yeah. At five years old, Antoine, she was banned from all McDonald's by McDonald's. What do you do to get banned? She was in a Burger King commercial that attacked McDonald's (laughs) and McDonald's sued and they named her in the lawsuit as part of it. So she was not allowed to go to any McDonald's anywhere on earth because of her appearance in that commercial. Okay. Well. I think I think it wore off after yeah. a while, though. She's allowed now. Katie, your question around one factor bullcrap, Katie. 60% of people say it is totally fine to get a table at a restaurant right before they close. Fact, bullcrap, or screw, Katie? I'm going to say fact. You're going to say fact? And see, I would have been with you, but no. That means you're wrong. It's wrong. It's the opposite, which I totally disagree with. We have this argument all the time. Uh-huh. If you're open, you're open. So I don't like it when people get all mad. If you go into a restaurant, if they're open till 10 and you get in there at 945, don't be mad at those people. You're still open. If you don't want them there at 945, close at 945. Say we're closed at 945. Right? Right, Katie? I 
Uh, I'm still on that one. Exactly. <laughs> so you still get minus one, but it doesn't matter. Okay. What do we have yep. for a score here? Katie, minus one. Jessica, one. Round two. Jessica, your question of round two. Factor bullcrap, Jessica. Eight out of ten people surveyed say they've cried at work. Fact bullcrap or screwed, Jessica? I'm going to go with fact. Fact is correct. That's a lot. Yeah. Jeez. Work is stressful. Top five reasons people cry at work. One, their boss or coworker made them. Two, a personal issue, and they just happen to be at work. Three, overwhelmed by their workload. Four, bullying. Five, a client. Yeah, work sucks. All right, Katie, here's your question. You do have to get a point on it or the game is over. Here we go. Fact or bullcrap, Katie? Victoria's Secret used to sell men's underwear. Fact, bullcrap, or screw, Katie? I'm going to say bullcrap. Is. Oh. That means you're wrong. Yeah, they did. From, was it, 1985 to 1993. They called it Victor's Secret. I'm just kidding. That would be awesome if they did, though. I don't know. Maybe they did. <laughs> I, don't, I don't remember that. I mean, I was alive and stuff. But it was, I mean, that's that's why they don't do it anymore. Because no. it was not on anybody's radar at all. But yeah, for eight long years, the men's section of Victoria's Secret. See, at that point, men had an excuse to go into that store. Yeah. Now, again, we're not welcome. Nope. Actually, we are welcome. Shopping for a wife or a lady or yourself. You we're spending wear a the most money in there because we're buying gifts. Stuff looks comfortable in there. And the lotions, are uh, they're nice smelling and stuff. They smell delicious. Exactly. All right. Uh, congratulations, Jessica. You are the Ooh. big winner. Congratulations. Here in Factor Bullcraps, you get a $25 gift card to Uptown Cheapskate. And I'll tell you, for back-to-school shopping, you want to talk about deals. Get more for your money when you shop at Uptown Cheapskate. The best way to dress smart on a budget, shop Uptown Cheapskate today for great savings on brands you love. People of Earth, that was Factor Bullcrap. You know what? There's too much fighting in the universe, too much bad energy. A whole bunch of mad about something. Angry. And, and I'm yep. guilty of it, too. I get caught up in the stupid and whatever. So we figured we're going to bring it back. We're going to do some Trumpet Tuesday in the house. Blow on this. Blow. And, and celebrate good people doing good stuff. All right. I think that's good. That energy, that energy, you put that energy out, you get that energy back. And you sort of, we forget how many good people there are doing good things because right. we focus on politics or whatever, stupid things, the negative. It, and it's, it, we're hardwired that way. Yeah, bad things stand out more than good things. Yep. So we're going to flip the script and reverse it and try to bring it back on Tuesdays, do some Trumpet Tuesdays and shout out good things that you think good people are doing. So if you got anyone out there, we're going to take your text, 52353. We'll take some calls. We'll give away some prizes. Antoine, okay. I'll let you go ahead and lead off. Go ahead. Blow that trumpet. Uh, there, it, It's so hard for me because coming from working in the school, so I'm, go, I'm going to blow the trumpet for all of the Blue Ridge Autism and Achievement Center. Okay. Every single staff member there. Except for you, Karen. You were lazy. <laughs> there's there a Karen there? Okay, there's no Karen. Okay, All right. <laughs> no, they, they they just work so hard and they care so much for the students, the class that they work with, uh-huh. that there's not a big enough trumpet for me to blow this for This is the them. biggest one I have. It's, it's that one. That's that I have to do. Um, and it, for those that don't know, I mean, Antoine is relatively new to the thing, but that's where you came from. Yes. I spent seven years working with students who have autism um, special needs students. And so I left a great group of people, a great staff, a great organization, and they're just absolutely amazing. So my, I am blowing the trumpet for them today. Fantastic. I like that. You know what? I'm Blow on this. Blow. I'm kind of on the school tip as well, since okay. it's, it's back to school in Roanoke city, which is where I happen to live. And, and I just, my daughter's school, Highland park elementary is just an awesome school. Yeah. I love it. I mean, my son goes to Grandin court and they're a great school too, but she's in a, a special program where it's certain 
gifted kids, if you want to call them that. And then there's it's it's more of an inner city type school. Mm-hmm. And to to integrate the two and the principal, Doctor C, over there is just I mean they're doing amazing work. I to be proud of an elementary school. I think it says a lot. It absolutely does. And I know you get the craziest of the crazy as the kids go back and they're all hyped up and insane. And every teacher is going, I miss the pool already. (laughs) I so miss the pool. But, uh, you know, especially for the teachers out there that care and really do strive to make a difference. I am very, very grateful for them. So thank you for everything that you do. We have a lot of great texts already rolling in at 52353. So if you would like to participate, please do so. We got somebody like my buddy Robert is deputy in Craig County. Chief at the Volunteer Rescue Squad, also an EMT, volunteer firefighter. You can always count on him. And he's only 26 years old. How about that? Wow. That's, I mean, and for for millennials getting a bad rap, that's a badass millennial. I'm going to tell you what, there's 24 hours in a day and Robert is using all of them. He is, he is. He doesn't sleep. He's a robot. Okay, this might be the greatest UPS driver in the history of the brown truck. Blow on this. Blow. Trumpet Tuesday here on the thing. There's enough bad and fighting in the world. We're going to be those tone setters. We're here every single day to make sure that you can start your day with a smile. Start off on the right foot. Yep. Do whatever it is you got to do to set the tone for the rest of the day. This person texts into 52353. My fiance, Andrew, is a UPS driver. No matter how hot of a day it is, if he sees someone in need of his water or lunch, he will give it to them. He always stops to help people stuck on the side of the road. He is so selfless and always puts everyone else first. That's awesome. That is a very nice UPS yeah, driver. Because people are thirsty. They are. And he's probably thirsty. Driving around in that hot truck yeah. all the time, carrying you all of your goods and wares that you've ordered from the internet. Good morning, Lori. Good morning. All right, Lori. Blow on this. Blow. Whose trumpet we blowing? Uh, Mrs. Wright at Roanoke Catholic, seventh grade. Okay. My daughter walked in the other day. She's not a big fan of school, and she believes in my daughter so much, my daughter can't help but believe in herself. Which is awesome, especially at that age, because you say your daughter's seventh grade? Seventh grade. That is the chock full of self-conscious everything age. And not only does she not like school, she hates everything. Hates everything. School, her friends, herself. (laughs) She hates it all. No, that's awesome. I laugh, but it's it's a very emotional time. And it's a time that you need. It's like you as a a parent – you're always going to be there for your kids to the best of your ability. But a lot of times, they it's not that they don't want that, but it just sometimes means more when it comes from somebody else at uh, that age. She's a great teacher. She told her that small, shiny, beautiful things come in little packages. And my daughter's oh, I love it. One more time. What was her name? Kim Wright at Roanoke Catholic. Awesome. Thank you so much, Lori. We appreciate it. Let's get Miranda in here. Hi, Miranda. Oh, I didn't hit the button. Let me do it again. Let's pretend nothing ever happened. Ready? Here it is. Hi, Miranda. Good morning. See, no one noticed. That's all it is. Uh, Miranda, who we who we trumpet blowing here? My fiance. Um, he has bent over backwards and worked for the company he works for for about two years now. And he finally had a meeting with the manager of the company, and he got put on salary pay. And he done all of this while working there. And when I was on maternity leave, he was. Uh, coming home from his job full-time 
over 40 hours a week coming home and working on the house next door so we could move. And like I said, I was on maternity leave, so he was doing all of this. Wow, and, and doing all of that and, and has finally been recognized for it at work, which is great because, as we all know, no matter where you work, People hate giving raises. Yes. They, they like to keep their money. <laughs> yeah, give out more money. And Miranda, I do know, also shared via text that they have finally gone through all the boxes in the basement from that move. So. Oh, God. That's the that's the pressure. That's yeah. the trumpet right there. I'm going to tell you right now, you are allowed to sprain your shoulder patting yourself on the back for that one, Miranda, because <laughs> I am seven years in my house and those stupid boxes are still sitting there. Thank you, Miranda. Appreciate it. We have some other great texts. We're going to get to it. 52353 on your Trumpet Tuesday here on the K92 Morning Thing. Zach Jackson is about to blow your mind. I blew the trumpet, so now we'll blow the mind All here right. for a minute. And three different stories, crazy stories, ripped right out of the headlines. And then I ripped some words out. So you try to figure out what is missing. That is Blow Your Mind here on your K92 Morning Thing. Six years. Tourists face six years in jail for blank. A, taking some beach sand. B, sensuously, mm, uh, sensuous, sensuous, it's a hard word to say. Sensuous, they were touching a statue. Touching a statue. Or C, looking at a horse. I'm going to say beach sand. You're going to go with beach sand. Yes. You are correct. Yep, beach sand. So this is in Italy. They claim they didn't know it was illegal. And I guess it's a very big deal. They have these white sand beaches in Sardinia, uh-huh. and it is a big deal. You are to not take the sand. People try to take the sand and sell it online, Yeah, and there are signs that say, don't take the sand. And they say, well, we didn't know. They had 88 pounds of sand in their car, okay? <laughs> so not like a little jar. Nope. They had 14 plastic bottles, like different Coke bottles, two-liter bottles. Wow. Full of the sand. Got greedy. They got caught at a traffic stop, and the people saw all the sand in the car. Six years years and again they say oh we didn't know baloney that is a lie you're taking that much you know yeah they are liars next story this one's a a cautionary tale should be careful so woman suffers severe facial burns after microwaving blank a eggs b popcorn c her face cream i'm gonna say face cream is no Ah. that means you're wrong she had an egg explode in her face there's her face. Oh, wow. Yes. That's a lot of explosion. Um, That's a Fabergé egg. She claims she saw a recipe on Delish, which is a popular yeah. recipe site, and it said you could microwave an egg, like in the shell, like hard boil an egg. It said as long as you add salt to the water that the egg is in, you'll be fine. Here's what's insane. And I guess this recipe is now sh- uh, surprisingly missing from the website. Huh. And I don't know if they took it down or, or what happened. She said she cooked the egg for six minutes which she said is two minutes less than the maximum time in this recipe. Oh, man. Who microwaves anything for eight minutes? I feel like you could do a whole turkey in eight minutes. like you need to be cooking at that point, just on the stove. Exactly. Eight minutes to me says dangerous levels of microwave radiation no matter what's in there. She took the egg out, and because there's no way for the steam to really escape, that egg blew up in her face. Eggs are dangerous, man. In the microwave, the National the American Egg Board says don't microwave eggs in shells because they are, quote, likely to explode. I don't trust eggs. 
I don't either. Anything that's round, it doesn't roll straight. Can't trust it. That's nah, true. They're all weebly and wobbly. Yeah. But I'll do that sometimes because you can make scrambled eggs in the microwave, and I'll do that sometimes here at work, and it, just, it takes about 45 seconds. It's uh-huh. super easy. But if every now and then there's this egg pop that'll happen, and it'll sneak up on you. You go to take it out of the microwave, you take the lid off, bam, and it'll pop up. And if your face is down there, you better watch out. All right, final one. So stereotypical, but all right. Canadian professor fired for trying to demand blank from students in exchange for higher grades. A, hockey tickets. B, moose meat. Or C, Canadian bacon. I'm going to say hockey tickets. Hockey tickets is... Oh, sorry. Oh, come that means on. you're wrong. Moose meat. Moose meat. And mashing potatoes. I, of course, should add that in there, too. <laughs> but he did told a student, well, I'll give you a better grade if you either do the mashing of the potatoes or you bring me some moose meat. So she brought him some moose meat. And okay. he said, yeah, but don't you want to do the other one, too? We need to do the other one. So uh, he has been fired. Creeper. So goodbye to Shamal Fernanduple. Yeah, with is, that kind of name. Yep. I don't need you to be my teacher anyway. Fernanduple is just a little Duple. Yeah, so he is no longer a professor at Cape Breton University in Nova Scotia anymore for demanding the moose meat, amongst other things. The K92 Morning Thing. Hear more at K92radio.com.